couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. So she wants to take a break. Ouch. I don't get it, man. I got her roses like you said. No. Casanova, I said express your feelings. A dozen roses, Marco. So? Okay. What did you write in the card? Okay, you are a girl. Look, Craig, you obviously love Ash, okay? So just tell her already. I mean, it's stupid if it's not. Look, I don't want to lose her. I just, I can't, I can't just tell her. Well, if, if you don't, then you've lost her already. Should I go now? What's up, everybody? Should I stay or should I go? Were you snapping your fingers? You... I wasn't. Did it sound like it? I thought I heard finger snaps. That was I did... this guy. Oh, nice. I did make it sound a little jazzy, though, eh? Mm-hmm. Should I stay or should I go now? Should I go now? Uh, hey, <laughs> I mean, we're not the Clash. You might think we are, but we're not. We are just the Narbos and Broomheads podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. Uh, glad to have you along. Um, we are reviewing episode seven tonight. Should I stay or should I go? And uh, we have a mixed bag of a crew to uh, walk us through this one tonight. Uh, I'm Courtney. I'm going to be uh, hosting this one. Um, Instagram, Courtney.1293. Uh, our podcast at Narbos and Broomheads podcast. Uh, shout out to the crew who does a Sweet Valley High podcast. Um, I think they're in the UK. And I don't know, Arlo, maybe you used to read Sweet Valley High? Um, I have read Sweet Valley High in my life. <laughs> in okay, do they so, review the the books or the television show? The oh. books. Okay. As far as I know, I could be wrong. Actually, I'm just making that up. Okay, because there and was a television as usual, show. <laughs> yes, it was also a television show. Yeah. Um, as usual, I did not do my research before talking about them on 
on the show. Uh, so I would I'll I'll link their podcast in our on our Instagram later because uh, it's really good. And they've recently discovered Degrassi Junior High, so they've started listening to our to our show. I believe they're in the UK. Um, so Degrassi is brand new to them. Um, I was more into Babysitters Club and the Fantastic Five books. I didn't know. I don't know what Fantastic Five. I was obsessed with Fabulous Five. Five. Sorry, Fabulous Five. My 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 apologies. Fabulous Five and uh, Babysitters Club were those like series books that I was into. So my sister would get Sweet Valley High out of the library, and I would occasionally read them though. But it was not my. I didn't follow them as closely. I was obsessed, obsessed with them. Um, I feel like there was kind of like a gang, like you either liked Sweet Valley High or you liked the Babysitter's Club. So yeah, I would I enemies. would definitely agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. Although I think it's a little age-based too because Sweet Valley High was a little bit more mature, I think, yeah. than Babysitter's Club. Like Babysitter's Club, they were around 13, 14 years old, whereas Sweet Valley High, they were in, in high school. Well, they had Sweet Valley twins when they were younger. They did. Yes. I also did not read those. <laughs> okay. In There's any also case. like sleep, sleepover club or whatever. There's one of those. And there was like the horse one too. The horse club or whatever it was for horse the people. The horse club? Yes. Wait, I think not. it was the, the saddle something. The saddle girls or the saddle club. I can't remember. I was not a horse person. But like I think we all knew those girls who were like really into horses. Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> we did. I was not one of those girls. <laughs> Me neither. In any case, sorry, boys, got a little <laughs> off track there. What is happening? <laughs> I thought this was a Degrassi podcast. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about wrestling again, revenge. please? Like, this is... and hockey? Yeah. It's yeah. also a nostalgia podcast, so shut yeah. up. <laughs> and not like we don't talk about wrestling all the time. Don't know what you're talking about. What is wrestling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. I've introduced myself. I will tag the Sweet Valley High podcast in our on our Instagram account because again, I can't remember the name of it right now. I'm sorry. Uh, so let's uh, let's check out who's here. Um, who should we start with? Let's start with uh, the Babysitters Club uh, fangirl out in Regina. Yay! It's me, Arlo from Regina. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. I still have a bunch of Babysitter's Club books, and I also still have the entire series of The Fabulous Five, in case anyone's interested. Um, if you're interested, DM her. Slide into her DMs. <laughs> what did boys like read at that time? Was it like Fear Street and Christopher Pike or something? No, uh, woods porn. <laughs> I was going to say. Got it. Yeah. Porn from it the woods. wood porn. Or R.L. Stein. Arl Stein was pretty popular back then. Right, yeah. That's that's Fear Street. That's right. Um, uh, so, uh, I guess, uh, Woodporn from Toronto. What's going on over there? Yes, that's me, Mr. Woodporn. <laughs> um, I will say, as great as Degrassi is for those people in the UK, if you're getting into Degrassi for the first time, if you've been watching Skins, then Degrassi's going to seem pretty tame to you. So, oh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but anyways, hello to everybody from all around the world listening to this podcast. I'm Alan. I'm in Toronto, Canada on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. You can find me at Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. You can find this podcast on Twitter at Narbos Podcast. And you can email us, Narbos and Broomheads, 
at gmail.com. And way, way back when this was <clears throat> just a wee baby podcast, somebody did email us. And now I believe they've been on the show about a dozen times, including tonight. I'm going to pass it over to our pal Tim out in Oakville, Ontario. Why, thank you, Alan. And I want to say, you know what, Alan? You rock. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I, I did read some R.L. Stein. I read uh, Hardy Boys was still a thing when I was a little bit younger, so I did read a few. Uh, Are they like original Hardy Boys, or were they still making them like modern-day Hardy Boys? I think they were pretty Give my ignorance. Pretty original, I think, when I was reading them. Was, I, I don't know if – I don't even no to be honest with you i don't um which one was your favorite matt or jeff (laughs) 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 there's wrestling woo there we go got the plug in uh happy to be back as always yeah i think i've made it to a dozen times so i you know people are probably getting a little sick of me but that's okay i got nothing else to do on friday nights Um, not a chance if we're plugging random podcasts there's a really good uh um, Saved by the Bell podcast by April Richardson. That's really cool. That looks back at all the Saved by the Bell episodes. If anyone likes to listen to that one, it's funny as hell. Oh, sweet. So check that one out if you like Saved by the Bell. Do you remember what it's called? It? Yeah. Uh, it's called Back Back to B-Side. Give me a second. I'll find it. Back to B-Side. Is it called Zach Morris' Trash? <laughs> well, she does make fun of a lot of him a lot. Keep your mind to it. Go for it. Get down and break a sweat, rock and roll. You ain't seen nothing yet. nothing yet. As they're working out in like thong workout gear. Oh, God, right? Yeah. yeah. It's I'm called, so excited. It's I'm called, so excited. I'm so scared. Same episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hot Sunday. It's Which you guys, um, yes. I believe, reviewed on your podcast. On the Mezzanine Sleepover, we reviewed that episode, Hot Sunday. If you want to find that somewhere on Spotify, you'll probably be able to pull it up. Yeah. So Can it's called Go Bayside, and she's already been done. Like, it's done. I think it's still findable, but they've gone through everything. Um, not the college years, but all the regular ones and uh, the movies and stuff. It's it's a pretty good, funny, funny listen. Awesome. What other podcasts besides ours should we promote while we're... <laughs> I know. I was just thinking of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm listening to like a whole bunch of gruesome podcasts right now, so let's <laughs> skip that. I've been listening to History of the 90s. It's great. Oh. It is good. It is really good. Yeah, very good. Um, Have you learned any interesting tidbits uh, that you didn't already know? Uh, I think so. I mean, I, I didn't know the full story of like the Menendez brothers, for example. Like, I knew that, you know, who they were and what happened, but getting into the uh, into the specifics of the trial and the, the retrials and all that stuff, yeah, it was great. I'm uh, okay. like sort of the same vein. I'm a big fan of the Canadian True Crime podcast. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, and it goes through the more detailed points of uh, very famous Canadian uh, crimes and trials, which if uh, you don't know much about that, if you're an American listener, I highly recommend it because you don't hear a lot about uh, our are prolific criminals probably in your neck of the woods. But if you like true crime, it's very well done. And history of the nineties um, is, is Canadian. Uh, so uh, Kathy Kanzora, who used to do, I guess was a DJ here in Toronto is the host of this one, but uh, they have very specific Canadian episodes too, including one that came out two days ago, which I haven't heard yet, which is Paul Bernardo part one. So 
that's one of the passive ones I'll listen to if I'm done some other ones. Just go back and listen. Yeah, it's that's good. actually that's the that's the first episode of the Canadian tri- True Crime podcast is the Bernardo trial and crimes. Oh, Bernardo. Yeah. So my wife grew up in Burlington, Oof. and uh, when when the whole situation was happening. Uh, she was younger than than the girls in question, but she would walk home from school and she was this little blonde girl. And she actually got ex- escorted home by the cops one night because of the whole situation going on because she was Jesus. walking by herself. Yeah. Creepy, man. Yeah, that's something that just our gener- like our kind of age cohort knows about, eh? Like, uh, like my kids wouldn't know better. Even people like 10 years younger than me or don't really have the same understanding of Paul Bernardo and Krista Hamoka. Who who's out? Anyways, let's not go down that Carla. fucking path. Yeah. Carla. <laughs> I was using her um uh student name. For any of any of our American or other country listeners, um Paul Bernardo and Carla Hamoka were uh, probably some of the most prolific serial killers. Um in Canadian history, I guess, or in modern, modern Canadian history kind of thing. It was just like a completely sensational crime that horrified everybody, basically. So, Yeah. Paul Bernardo killed a lot of teenage girls, and then he was dating and later married Carla Homolka, who would just hang out with him while he killed women. So, great. And she's out of jail, so good for her. Ugh. Anyways. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I did, I know I've touched on this podcast before, but I did, uh, finish the whole spinoff series from the still not ready pod where they, uh, talk about these unknown people who are, um, imposters pretending to be Laura Bertram online. It's called Laura Bertram. Is that you is the spinoff podcast. And I totally binged it on your oh, recommendation, Courtney. And yeah. I fucking loved it. It was good. so good. I was like, I couldn't stop listening to it. Like I was so um just absolutely mesmerized by it. So I also highly recommend it. It's great. Yeah. Definitely. I'll, I'll it. second that. It it's a crazy story. Yeah. It, and the fact that it's still yeah. going on. It is, yeah. That's the craziest part. And I'm just dying to know more about the people who were behind these imposters. And we had like some interactions with them. Um because they infiltrated some of the Degrassi groups. Um, getting this petition. If you've heard the podcast, they were getting trying to get us to all sign the petition. Some of the fake Bertram accounts started following our Narbos and Broomheads no. podcast account. I don't yeah. want to have anything to do that with it. Week. That threw me for a <laughs> Well, because I saw when some uh, Laura Bertram's d- supposed sister started following us, and I like flagged it to our podcast group chat. I'm like, oh my god, Johnny B's daughter's following us. Oh my god, like I hope she doesn't sue us. And it was a big joke. Uh but it turns out is one of those imposter accounts. So check it out. And I guess that wraps up our podcast advertisements. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> Any Just other book series? A check out for 10% off. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into episode seven. Should I stay or should I go? As I alluded to earlier, this is a clash song. Um, defer to Alan for any extra info. It's a good song. Released in 1982, it was re-released in 1991. It comes off of the album Combat Rock. Um, it was the second single, I believe, after Rock the Casbah, which I'm sure everybody knows. 
Um, I would argue that Should I Stay or Should I Go is vastly superior song to Rock the Casbah, but that might mm. just be me. It's my, mm-hmm. it's my hot take. Was uh, Train and Bane on that album? I think so. Uh, let me just click on the Combat Rock link. And do, 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 do. It, it, I'm not seeing it. No, I don't think it was. Oh, okay. That's too bad. Train in Vain, I think, is the, well, it's not the best Clash song. Um, Clamp Down is the best Clash song, in my opinion. So, no, I like Train in Vain's my favorite. In any case, this episode isn't called Train in Vain. It's called Should I Stay or Should I Go? (laughs) Train in Vain is off of a little known Clash album called London Calling. So, oh, (laughs) yes. That rings a bell, maybe. Yeah. So, there you go. And a song I played a lot on Rock Band. Should I stay or should I go? Oh, oh, did nice. you? Yeah, I think it was on Rock. I'm pretty sure it was on Rock Band. I, yes. You know what? Right I, now, I so. yes. Did you get 300 combo node one. bonus? Yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about. I didn't play it that much. Okay. I played it. I did play it that much. We formed a band, and we competed, and our band name was called Vertigo, and we'd all get together on like Friday nights and play Rock Band. That's nice. the coolest story ever. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucking cool. Fuck you <laughs> and Toby. <laughs> Anyways, should I stay or should I go? So episode seven. Uh, this one aired in Canada on October 29th, 2003. And shortly after in the US on the 31st. Halloween on two, in 2003. Uh, my favorite writer, A.A. Ron, Martin, and Shelley Scarrow. Shelley Scarecrow. By... <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Amazing name. Shelly Scare- Yes. Named after the Scarecrow <laughs> in that cartoon. I forget what it's called. Um, what's the cartoon where the witch gets the house dropped on her? Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. Wow. It's, not a cartoon. it's a 1930s movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Food, color, I know. I, I don't have a good brain. Yeah, I'm good memory. I'm the tin. No, wait. The, which one doesn't have a brain? The tin, tin man. Tin Man? Yeah. That's who I am. No, the Scarecrow and, doesn't have a brain. No, oh, yeah, the Tin Scare- Man doesn't have a heart. <laughs> tin Man doesn't have a heart. And directed by Stefan Gaini. Chaini? I'm not sure what the pronunciation is. Apologies, Stefan. All right, let's start this episode off. Um, we, uh, we are starting this one off hot and steamy. Um, we see Craig and Ashley uh, making out on... His bed. Um, so. They're doing some heavy petting. Are, heavy petting. Bed, but that's a, I don't know why. Well, I, I I thought so too, but then she makes excuses to leave, so I assumed oh, it was right. his bed. Yeah, you're right. And there aren't candles everywhere. So. <laughs> yeah, there's not seventy-five candles. I was just like the fucking the lamp is like draped with a f- scarf, like. <laughs> I don't know. So I used to sometimes try that, and it never worked as nicely as I saw on TV. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yes, they're doing some heavy petting. Craig is moving to the Nether regions. You're looking to go down. Uh, I know. I'm just like Craig. Here's a tip: like grab a boob, go yeah. for the yeah. boob, go for yeah. a boob. Yeah, exactly. Before you go for the fucking belt. Um, so Craig is trying the old sleep. Sure is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he gets shut down, unsurprisingly. Instead, and so much better, 
Ashley sits up and tells Craig that she loves him. That's like, you just hear, (laughs) that's Craig's boner (laughs) deflating. Just all the air going out of it. (laughs) Yeah. Similar to what I said, just what every teenage boy wants to fucking hear. Um, So, again, classic move. He tries to avoid responding by kissing her instead. (laughs) He's like, I love pussy. Does that that count? (laughs) No? All right. (laughs) Uh, So, she's not falling for the, uh, the kissing move. And instead asks him point blank if he feels the same. So he again tries to avoid answering by uh, pulling out a joke saying that he doesn't love her. He thinks that she's dumb and smelly. <laughs> I know that the best time to sell, tell somebody that you love them for the first time is when they give you an ultimatum. Like that's the most romantic time. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's your best chance to get down down in that belt <laughs> is to make fun of the smell of your girlfriend. <laughs> After she says, I love you. Yeah. Here, I'll try that tonight when I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Moves. moves. Yeah, report back. Uh, yeah, so Craig's clearly getting his uh, his lessons from his stepdad Joey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> e Jeremiah. He should For the record, um, this episode has a lot of schools out kind of tendencies in it. If you think oh about. yes, I noted the same thing. There's a lot of uh, similarities throughout the storyline. If you want to in those pants, what he was actually trying to do was when he said she was smelly, he was hoping that she would start crying so he could be like. Here comes the tear eater. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey's like, okay, first you got to do this. Then you got to make her cry. Then you got to tickle her <laughs> and bring out the tear eater. Works every time, huh? Yeah. Hey, bada boom. I was banging <laughs> so, two chicks all summer. Hey. Hey, hey, oh, hey. freaking gabagool. Hey, gabagool. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Needless to say, the joke doesn't land. And uh, (laughs) she starts making excuse after excuse and finally just takes off and leaves. I mean, I guess in someone in Craig's defense here, like Ashley, and I I don't think it's unusual for girls and young women to have an expectation kind of thing. But, like, you can't expect someone to be in the exact same place as you are. Like, if you say I love you and the other person doesn't feel the same way like you have to be prepared for that you know and like obviously she is not what if you said you stink I mean (laughs) this is this was poor judgment on Craig's part (laughs) to Craig's credit he you know he did not lie and say oh yeah I love you too so that he could get laid right like at least at least there's some honesty there so far you know, but like you can't you can't force someone into loving you, and I or t- telling you that you that they love you or whatever. And I, I feel like Ashley's kind of dangerously close to this in this episode. Well, it's just like wanting to strong arm someone into loving her, basically because she loves them. And that's a tough word for like a sixteen-year-old, a formless guy. teenage boy. Yes, it's what very... does it even mean from anybody at that age? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that yeah. it's still, um, 
you know, soon enough that Craig should have just pulled out the, yeah, my dad just died. So. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch that 70s show when Donna said, yes. I love you to Eric, and Eric said, I love cake? <laughs> That was such a good, I love that show. That was such a good line. I love that show. Yeah, so too. fucking funny. I, I mean, mean, the whole crazy shit with uh, fucking Hyde now kind of ruined a bit oh, of it for me. But um, what's his face was the funniest anyways, Donna and uh, Eric. Eric. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think at the best of times, if like even as an adult, if someone tells you that they like that they love you and you don't feel the same way. That's awkward. Like if your dad and mom say they love you and you don't love them back. <laughs> like you suck. <laughs> but I like, you know, really like I, what, what do you say? Like, there's not much you can say is to say like, I, you know, I really care a lot about you, but I'm just not there yet. And like, even that with all the tools that you have in your toolkit from mm-hmm. being an adult and being through a lot of relationships, like that would be weird. And that would be, like difficult and awkward and like to expect any more than that from like or more than that from a teenage boy it's just i don't know i'm kind of feeling for craig a little bit in this situation no craig is mentally sprung it on him too she just got done like pushing him away and then she's like i love you (laughs) (laughs) fuck no craig is mentally well equipped for this as we've seen so (laughs) yeah we know his mentals are really in the right (laughs) yeah in any case, Craig's frustrated, falls back on the bed, and I wrote blue balls just because. <laughs> it's true. It's oh. You have to, right? Yep. <laughs> uh, so at Degrassi, it's apparently love day. Um, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, so we see Paige and Spinner exchange some disgusting pet names uh, for each other. I didn't write them down, Honey but they're bee. gross. Pumpkin bun. Pumpkin bun. Yeah. Not even a thing. <laughs> just makes up words. I, just two random words I together. How, I still don't know how they're together, even after the Pride episodes and the way Spinner was carrying on. I just, I don't get it. I, I, I don't know either. Well, and Craig and Marco walk up to them and they're all having a conversation and Marco should just be like, fuck that guy and walk away. Like, why is he? Yeah, even, they're kind of buddies again. Like, why is he yeah, even standing yeah, there with this fucking Marco douche? somewhat patched things up a little bit or something or Spinner's just like accepting it or ignoring it because I always like doubt myself I'm like did I miss something where they like made up or they got over that tiff but I didn't what like why don't you play that out to me that is silly that you don't take advantage of that right it's kind of a big deal like it's kind of a big deal and now we're just like that's over Moving on. Yeah. And I would imagine to anybody in a similar situation, like that, like that issue is probably one of their main concerns. Like how are their friends going to react? And they don't really, you know, play that out. I'm assuming that like all of like the other friends have no problem whatsoever with it. And so Spinner like eventually just sort of like disgruntingly just like just went along with it and it's just yeah. like but he still makes fun of Marco in this scene like he still yeah. gives a homophobic comment yeah so like Craig and Marco are both disgusted by their stupid pet names rightfully so meanwhile Craig asks Spinner for some advice on getting further 
in bed with Ashley, I guess. Um, and then Marco interjects, implying that Spinner hasn't gotten much further than third base. And yes, so then Spinner insults Marco again and walks well, away. I mean, Marco possibly shouldn't have insulted Spinner first. Oh, Marco shouldn't have anything do. to do. Marco should be like, well, Spinner's a fucking piece of shit. So <laughs> yeah. what does he have Spinner to say about anything? My dick. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. and also, let's be honest, like anyone who's standing around, so Craig or whoever should be just be like, Spinner, that's fucking homophobic. Why don't you shut your yeah. fucking face? Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he says whatever he says, walks away, and, and Marco's just like, meh. That's how it goes when you're gay. Yeah, and all the, all his friends too are like, "What are you gonna do? He's gay and he yeah. doesn't like it." <laughs> like, like, they're the odd couple of Degrassi. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's too bad. I think that was a missed opportunity for sure. So then we see Spike, and she is dropping off poor old Snake at school. Uh, he's still clearly feeling super shitty from his chemo. Um, how could you tell? <laughs> got a hunch uh-huh. by his droopy sad eyes and his hunched over body and his sad um, hat that makes him look lack like he's of given up one life tan oh, polo shirt yes hmm. um, so Spike is telling him he needs to try and eat and then hands him a fucking lunch bag with the word lunch on it <laughs> <laughs> And like, he just complains. Like she's made him yeah. lunch, drove him to schools, taking care of him, hands him the lunch. He bitches. It's like, come on. Also, he says it's too late to get a sub, even though in the last episode he left in the middle of the school day and they got a sub. So, yeah, just saying. Chemo brain. Chemo brain. So we are back to Craig and he and Marco are walking down the hall talking about Craig's love dilemma. So Marco point blank asks Craig if he loves Ashley. And Craig deflects yet again, saying that love is a big word. And I'm like, it's not. It's four letters. <laughs> one syllable. Yeah, one syllable. Uh, just then Manny walks by and the boys both notice her. And Marco is like, wow, she's she's really putting it all out there, right? Wearing that um, cotton cape on her head. Yeah, fucking hat is brutal. She's Good. all about the hats. So bad. I hate it. Do you know what expensive like hats are? I don't know where she gets fucking hats. I think she made a slipper. They have money, a slipper. Right? What? She's at Degrassi. She's got money. Right. Yeah. She's what got up? the spike money still. She's Come pour it She's using her spike money. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. To buy fuzzy fucking hats. Well, she should be more responsible because that spike money isn't coming in anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's all going to the chemo and the fucking laptop. $4,000. <laughs> um... Marco suggests that Craig do something romantic for Ashley to show her how he feels, suggesting he send a rosagram. So as you recall, it is love day. And apparently that means you buy roses for people and send them. And this brought a flood of high school trauma back to me. (laughs) Uh Because we used to do shit too. Well, apparently, my uh, Jamie, who's been on this podcast, I forget exactly how it worked, but he basically said, like, Valentine's Day is no longer, like, you have to give Valentine's to everybody, because it's fucking stupid and traumatic, like, (laughs) making kids give a Valentine, like, saying I love you Mm -hmm. to another child. Yeah. 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 So. 
It's bullshit. Um, my kids still give them all, not obviously to only to a certain grade, but you have to make enough for yeah. everybody in the class. Yeah, I used to watch um, Valentine's Day when I was like a little kid, I and like ever everyone in the whole class would give you a Valentine, your little mailboxes, and they would like everyone just gave them all out and like you had to like your parents made you give one to everybody like you could not be like i'm not gonna get to this person like everybody yeah. everybody got one from everybody yeah, my kids love going to walmart and picking out their valentines they get yeah to take. me they too get... sounds like communism to me yep um okay but valentines and rosegrams are two different things so rosegrams are where you buy a rose and you send it to someone uh, in their home room. So obviously not everybody gets a rose. I think we had these in high school or whatever, yep. but I was like, like, <laughs> I was like a negative enough person. <laughs> I was like too cool enough to just be like, that's stupid. <laughs> like never paid any attention to it. I, I paid attention enough. to it. I don't. I, in I, any case. I got a sense that it didn't go well, Courtney. <laughs> I don't recall ever getting one. It was too bad. We also had these hug days where we wore these like it was random acts of kindness days. Hug so, days. Hot. Yeah, it's called random acts of kindness days. So everybody wore a necklace with like a big, like almost like a a pom pom from a hat of yarn. And you just go around, and every hug you'd get, you'd pull a thing of yarn out of your pom-pom and tie it to the other person's necklace. And then so they tie like, one to yours. Sort of like when Emma gets the blowjob. Uh, like, what about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sort bracelet? Sort of like that. Yeah. Just, just not as, just not blowjobs, just hugs. Uh-huh. Alan, I think that might fall under debatable on your list you were talking about. Yeah. I feel like it is kind of debatable. Like, ugh. Yeah. Did you yeah. get anything for the more things you had or whatever no no it was just just for peer pressure cocky gratitude it was just everybody hugged <laughs> to show who's more popular than everybody yeah. else and who's yeah. less popular than everybody else that sounds terrible hug is, yeah, and the sad thing terrible. is a lot of those things are rooted in like trying to make like do good things in the school but it just turns into a popularity contest exactly yes. yeah it's called random acts terrible. of kindness kindness day and kindness kindness day so it had a good intention, but really. Technically, it's the point out who people don't want to touch day. <laughs> yes, that's fucking terrible. I've never heard about that in my life. Mm. That's awful. I would have hated that. Mm. I'm coming like up to Ottawa in a week and I'm going to see Courtney. Courtney, I'll bring you a rosagram and, oh, and a hug bracelet. Hug. Yeah, give her a hug too. Yeah. I'll make a hug necklace for you. Thanks. Because <laughs> we can hug because. We're double vaxxed. Okay. Hug day aside. If you're not vaxxed, don't come near me, by the way. You're gross. <laughs> you have disease and stop complaining. It's your fault. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, okay. Thanks for um, that again. Yeah. I mean, if you can't help it and you can't get a vaccine because of some condition, then yes, that's, that's, that's fine. Then I'll still hug you. But if you're choosing not to, you're gross. Bye. So anyways. Don't hug me. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I learned. The more you um, know. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Marco wants Craig to send Ashley a Rosagram. Um, 
which I guess he ends up doing. Um, so back in class, Spinner and Ashley are planning a surprise birthday party for Paige. Um, as they are planning it, Paige approaches and she kind of seems to know that they're planning something. She has her like sassy little smirk on, yada, yada, yada. Um, so Snake it's enters. Creepy. She knows everything. Yeah, it's true. Um, Snake enters, grumpy as usual. Like, he should have a fucking cloud over his head with rain. (laughs) (laughs) Paige Paige also calls Ashley her oldest friend in the world, which... Yes! When was that established? They are. Are they best friends again? Remember when they got in that first fight, they they referenced, like, we've been friends since grade two or kindergarten or something. Paige destroyed Ashley's social... So yeah, she destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Basically, turned her into a vampire. Yes, she <laughs> made her a pariah. Like yeah. girls like, are fucking weird, man. Like they reconciled over the the rape thing, right? And so that's when they kind of buried the hatchet for whatever they had. But it's like that doesn't mean that they're still besties now. But I guess they are. Cool. That Ashley's going to plan the party for her. Isn't it yeah. at Ashley's house too? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. Ashley, like, have a fucking spine. <laughs> like, I'm all for, like, reconciling with somebody, but, like, you always have to have that information in the back of your head saying, this person is not a trustworthy person. I need to not put all my eggs in that basket. Like, this is... Yeah. Also, yeah. also working with Spinner on this, Ashley should be like, hey, Spinner, like, my dad is gay. He might come over. Is that a problem? Or... <laughs> Because again, a side note, um, a 1 a.m. curfew for a party is a pretty solid curfew for someone in grade 10, I would say. Great, right? Yeah, totally. she was talking about how she could only get to one. Like, oh, yeah. I tried, but we can only get to one. You're fucking grade 10. Yeah. My curfew was like 10 p.m. at, at that age. Yeah. For sure. I always joke that I, I never really had a curfew, but growing up on a farm, like, we just had to be up the next day. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, it didn't matter what time we went to bed. And if we weren't up in time, no lie, my dad would pull out a tractor and our bedrooms would line our, our laneway and he would just turn on the tractor by our windows. <laughs> and that was a hint, being like, you better get your ass out of bed. Savage. Yeah, so. my, not, my dad didn't put a tractor beside my window, but he would pour <laughs> water on us if we didn't oh, wow. get up. Did, yeah. your, did your dad's then freeze frame and then shades came on their face and it said thug life? <laughs> yes that happened Um, so yeah planning the page surprise party page seemingly knows a little bit about what's going on Uh, snake enters grumpy as usual tells everybody to be quiet Um, and we see Kendra handing out the rosagrams Um, and page gets one from fucking spinner and Ashley gets like 12 from Craig and she reads the card and it says, yeah, it is something, something XO Craig. It says and you rock, in- you rock, Ash. you rock, yeah, Ash. Ash. you rock XO Craig. And so immediately like her frown turns or yeah, her smile turns into a frown and she couldn't care less about the fucking roses. And she's sad because he didn't say love. Um, <laughs> Craig's looking on and then he looks really confused. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I bought you 12 fucking rosograms. What do you mean I'm um, not getting any puss? Come on. 12 roses. 
<laughs> That's got to give me at least two titties. Uh-huh. Come on. And then I think that's Paige says something. Some... exchange rate, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inflation, yeah, 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 that works out. Um, I think Paige says something a little snarky, like, why are you so sad you just got all these roses? Yeah, but then Ashley shows Paige the note, and Paige completely gets it. <laughs> completely gets it. It's like, oh, I, yeah. She's like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. Okay, I mean, again, kind of in Craig's defense, like, the only thing that Ashley is willing to accept is for him to say, I love you. Like, that is her only, that's the only I think we're all in favor of Craig here. I am. I think we're all, like, I am, for sure. Ashley's ridiculous. So, after the Rosagram disaster, uh, we see Manny with her slipper hat. Um, (laughs) It's a fucking slipper. She turned it into a hat. Um, she approaches uh, her fucking boyfriend, Sully. <laughs> and so she has given him a rose, a gram. And she asks, like, oh, like, did you did you give me one? Maybe Kendra screwed up or something. <laughs> and so then he takes the rose she gave him and gives it to her. <laughs> Sully's the fucking man. Sully such the man but this kid Um, can't act like he is the worst actor on this show (laughs) it's like pretend it's for me yeah sully (laughs) um so manny tells uh sully about craig sending however many roses to ashley and sully smirks and calls him a sucker (laughs) (laughs) then without even taking a breath he bails on their plans for the next day in favor of spending time with bob and the boys <laughs> such a great name bob you know bob bob the other party animal <laughs> yeah bob was the name of my pigeon oh as well. oh god rest his yeah hardly knew you it's true um back to ashley and craig oh, she's yeah. making uh, sorry oh, sully sorry. also says that's just the way it is, boo. And he walks away, and as he walks past her, he slaps her on the ass. Slaps her on the ass. Yep. I didn't even think I caught that. Yep. I, I, I rewound because I'm like, did he slap her ass? And I like, you don't see it because you've got the perspective from them from like the waist up, but he clearly slapped her on the ass. Oh, man. Yeah. Sully. Sadly, like, yeah. Sully is probably the most relatable, like, dude when I think about my high school experience <laughs> as opposed to any of the other dudes. I just Such like, dude. I, again, like, in this case, it's like no subtlety to this. Let Sully's going to be an uncaring dickhead. Let's just have <laughs> everything about him be douchey. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Yes. And Manny must learn her lesson. Yeah. Not to date guys who only care about slutty clothes. <laughs> yeah. Well, she learns a lesson pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, it's, um, it's interesting when you say, like, now as a 39-year-old male, I will say uh, Manny is very attractive right now. Like, she's a very attractive girl. But mm-hmm. when you see her side-by-side side with Emma, it is like there is 10 years difference in their look now. Like, Emma looks like a little kid still. And there's... And, yes, and, and Manny, Manny looks, looks like, like J-Lo. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. Like there's such a disparity between like their looks. It's it's incredible. Like well, the and difference. it's funny when you think it just just two seasons ago. You yeah, know, when we, that's when what we I mean. first yeah, like, first met her when she and Emma were kind of running through. Like she was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Yeah. Like, do you, sorry, do you mean like now they look different? Like in the okay. show, like right now, like there's such a disparity in how they look in the show for being the same age. Yes. Okay. I, like, I would argue that still applies today. I follow both of them on Instagram. <laughs> uh, in any case, Ashley and Craig. So Ashley is home making fucking some sort of cake. Um, presu- presumably for Paige's birthday. Uh, it's weird. Uh, I can't quite make out what's on it. I think it's just random decorations. Um, so Craig approaches and tries to hug her from behind, but of course she shrugs him off. She, he just walks in the door, by the way. No knock, no nothing. He just yeah. opens the door. Yeah, walks in. I'm here. Hugs her. Um, so yes, she wants to talk. Uh, she accuses him of not feeling the same way about her. And he defends himself basically by like, I just fucking sent you like 12, 12 roses. So he is confused. So Ashley, of course, has the fucking card like in her back pocket and pulls it out and shows him that he did not say love on the card. It didn't say the right thing. Yeah. It said a different thing. <laughs> He's like, the fuck you think XOXO means? Yeah. You didn't write hugs and kisses. Yeah. <laughs> You're lazy. Only one X, only one O. <laughs> I understand that it enough. was kind of sweet because we play music together and obviously I rock in like both the figurative and the literal sense, <laughs> but didn't say love. So fuck you. Go XO yourself. <laughs> I only put X's on your card because later you're the one that's going to be going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, that is not uh, what happens. <laughs> um, but That's Ashley kind of takes, yeah. <laughs> Ashley like just takes it up a couple notches, and all of a sudden says they they need a break. Um, <laughs> and Greg and, should be like, bye. And he and she tells him to leave, mm-hmm. and he leaves. And then you she must just goes be back ready to, to say I love you right now or nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Say it. Nothing. Say it. Say shouda. Say so he does. <laughs> Should ya? I love you. I love you. I love you. Je t'aime. <laughs> no, I said I say love you. <laughs> the language of love, damn it. <sighs> so Craig leaves. They're on a break. And just, I don't know, like, to me, that kind of came out of nowhere. And Ashley goes back to icing her fucking cake. Um, we are taken to the band who is practicing. So two questions uh, about this band. Okay. Number one, Craig went to Ashley's place. So I guess his plans were to hang out with her. Meanwhile, the rest of his band is just in the garage at Joey's place practicing without him. It's like... What was the plan here for this band? Uh, number two. So this band now consists of Spinner the drummer, who is homophobic towards Marco, and also stole from Drake. Um, so I believe I asked the question when I saw this episode on our DM thread. Um, is the, or Let's name some rock bands in history that are more 
that have more problems. Dysfunctional? Yeah, dysfunctional. Oasis. Than this one. Yes, Oasis, Oasis. Guns N' Roses, definitely. Yeah. Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Yeah, Heart. Mm. Yeah. Hole. Smashing Pumpkin. <laughs> I did mention that Norwegian death metal band where one uh, when two members uh, killed and ate the uh, other member. <laughs> Is that that's real? Just, that's yes. Just that's, that's real. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. It's a little extreme. I know. Just a tad. <clears throat> um, okay, yeah. Quite so the behind the music episode of this band. Yes. Oh, my God. What was that uh, much music show where all the facts would pop up in bubbles? Pop up video? Yeah. Pop up video. Oh. They point out uh, Spinner. The, the, He's homophobic. The, the band's name is Mayhem. The, the band's band? name is yeah. Yummy Guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> the band's name is Finger band's name is Good. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> Human, the oh, wait, other, other white meat. <laughs> Loose translation. I mean, great healthcare there, though. <laughs> Great, uh, great uh, parental leave as yeah. well. They had some yeah. band problems, though. Yeah, I guess not if you're eaten. Mm. Um, yes, band playing band is horrible. Wait, are, um, are they better than the Zits, or are they kind of on par with them? They have more musical chops than the Zits for sure, but they yes. are not playing together just yet. So <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, they have a bit more depth. Than the fucking zit remedy because they have drums first of all. True. And True. amps second of all. Um, but yeah, they still are awful. Um, I think it's uh, Drake that yells at Spinner because he's not keeping the beat properly on the drums. Craig shows up. He turns off all their amps. Tells them they suck. He's not wrong. No. Yeah, he's not lying. Um, one of the, I think it's Drake. One of them calls him cranky. They all decide to go for burgers to give Craig and Craig a break. Jimmy, Jimmy's like, let's yeah. go have a burger. Yeah. Let Craig calm down. Yeah, so Spinner uh, and so Craig, or Spinner and Drake leave to get the burger, so I'm assuming Drake is paying. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marco sticks, sticks around, um, and Craig tells him that Ashley is broken up with him, basically. Uh, Marco... <laughs> suggest the obvious why don't you just tell her you love her and craig says you can't and then marco's like well deal with it. then you lost her um next day at school ashley has a note in her locker from craig saying meet me at the in the gym and she does and he's sitting on the stage with a fucking guitar <laughs> and <he> sings <sighs> oh ashley <laughs> your, your hand, hand in mine <laughs> so divine ashley that would have been great. You're just a vampire. <laughs> you like candles and blood. You were going to get a piercing, but you chickened out, Ashley. So I stood on a train track, Ashley. Let <laughs> me get into your pants. So Let's skip love. your boobs and go straight for your vag, Ashley. <laughs> Um, so yes, he strums his song. It's very uh, appropriate for that time. It's got that like matchbox 20, like kind of vibe to it. 
Um, Ashley is, of course, uh, enamored. She loves it. And he ends the song by saying that he loves her. Dun, dun, dun. Meanwhile, we see that um, Manny and Paige have strolled into the gym. So they're there overhearing Craig's love song. And Manny is swooning, of course, uh, because her boyfriend's a dick. Um, and an unromantic <clears throat> dick. Yeah, and, and this is one. Kind. This is one of the first times where it's very clear once he's done the song and they show Ashley's face that they cut to a commercial. Like they fade away, and it's like it's clearly going to commercial break. We don't see it, of course, because it's on YouTube, but. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that before. Yeah, but the other 60 commercials I get when I watch these things on YouTube. Jesus. <laughs> Polly Pockets. Look at the horrors. <laughs> don't you want to pay for premium? How about premium? Don't you Don't you want premium? Did you know you get no ads with premium? Guess that is the nudge. Yep. Weren't, weren't. Um, so, yes. Craig ends the song by telling Ashley he loves her. She is so happy. Um... How happy so is the, she? <laughs> what does she do next? <laughs> Ew, that's such a teenage boy thing. Well, How happy are you, Ashley? Prove it. Well, she's going to. But he didn't even oh, have yeah. to her. Um, so we next see that Ashley and Craig are decorating for Paige's surprise party. And Ashley asks Craig if he wants to spend the night after everyone leaves from the party. So, in a spot where he sang one song and literally rocked the song for <laughs> Ashley, before when he rocked before, when he said she rocked, didn't wasn't good enough, he just wrote a song where he literally rocked, and now she's ready to bang him. I hate that she, like, has, that we have Ashley having tied, like, sexual gratification w- along with, like, ha- him having said that he loves her. Well, she did. I hate it. I hate it. I don't... Ugh. I hate the message. I hate everything about it. It's uncool. I don't like it. And I have logistical questions. Like... <laughs> Me too. So... Yeah, like, so he's going to stay over. So were her parents gone for good? Like, are they gone the whole night? I didn't realize Forever? that... Yeah, like, I didn't I realize that her parents... back at 1 a.m. Yeah. And then also, Joey's not going to give a shit. I mean, I guess he isn't, but you know, Craig's He's probably not. with what's her face. Yeah, like they can just have a sleepover. I guess he can lie and say he's sleeping over somewhere else, but I don't know. Yeah, it's not that. The thing that annoyed me is that Ashley made a big huff about her mom only giving her one, like one a.m. curfew, but then she invites a boy to spend the night. Yeah, it's bizarre. Doesn't make. Sense. Bizarre. Anyways, Craig doesn't actually answer, but it's clear that he is going to spend the night. Instant boner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Swing. Swing. Boing. Um, you boing. said what I wanted you to say. So now, sexual gratification. <laughs> 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 yep. An equation. Um, <clears throat> back to snakes. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Spike is doing her best to cheer him up and she has made him nachos to try and get him to eat. Uh, she brings them out. Snake is slumped on the couch. He's so angry he calls her Christine. 
Yeah. <laughs> Christine, too <laughs> nauseous for nachos. And he wants peace and quiet. Um, but instead, he's about to get the exact fucking opposite as the doorbell rings and fucking Joey Jeremiah arrives. And At Grand like- Central Station. Yeah, what is this? Grand Central Station? I wanted to punch him. <laughs> like, I've said it before. I'm not a big fan of pot. Like, it's not my personal jam. But for Snake, like, this is a time to smoke some fucking pot. Like, it will make you hungry. You can eat something. It will make you more relaxed, hopefully. Like, just smoke a fucking joint. Smoke a bowl, dude. Call Luke. He's probably still dealing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I think Luke's actually in my backyard right now, judging by my fucking weed farm. <laughs> See out my window. <laughs> thousand weed plants. Anyways. I mean, um, but, like, for real, for the, like, for the nausea and for, like, you know, eating to keep your strength up or whatever, it's actually, like recommended yep. for, for sure. cancer patients and i f- i mean i guess at the time it wasn't legal so they couldn't do that but i, f- I feel like <laughs> that's right no sense. one smoked pot until it was legalized that's yeah. right You're nobody correct. except for kathleen and melanie and maya but not caitlin has anybody done drugs <laughs> does anybody want to <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay, Grumpy Spike, or sorry, Grumpy Snake, Joey fucking Jeremiah shows up in a fucking bowling shirt. And I get it, like, I get that Snake's a pain in the ass and super annoying. But, like, who thinks bowling is the answer? Let's go bowling, I'll cheer you up, yeah, yeah. I feel like Spike's just had enough. Yeah. Like, she's just like, I don't give a shit what you guys do just fucking get like i need two hours yeah. alone without like, this fucking asshole i don't care if you get surprised by your friend who killed a kid just get out, <laughs> get out. <laughs> exactly yeah so snake uh you know puts up a, a fight he doesn't want to go bowling yada 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 and then yeah the the real spike comes out and she basically yells at him and it's like, get the fucking shirt on, get the fuck out of here, go bowling. And Emma, get the <laughs> fuck out too. Because <laughs> you're the worst. Yeah. Oh, but no. Oh, but wait, babysit my kid. <laughs> yes. Your you're not dead yet, but if you keep this up, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they get to the bowling alley, and Snake is still grumpy. He's still got his rain cloud over him. But he throws a fucking strike. Can I give a uh, shout out to five pin bowling there? Allah. Yeah, My husband calls it, pin, it's, he calls it's, it Canadian bowling <laughs> because apparently it's not particularly common in the States. Oh, no? Yeah, apparently not. We just called that bowling in the big town of Stratford when I grew up. Yeah, like when my husband, like when we went bowling, he was just like, look at these little tiny balls. What's going on here? And I was just like, that's bowling, man. Like, what's your, and like, they have like the big old balls with like the, like the the holes in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like serious bowling or whatever. And I don't think, I, I don't think I've ever been 10 pin bowling in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was, always five pin. Was he like these I balls have. are a lot smaller than the ones we saw at Burning Man? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Burning Man? How we they, went? They were about the same size. 
I have played both types of bowling. I was enrolled in a bowling league when I was a kid, and I loved it. Are you really good at it? I, I don't remember. It was. I think I they had those. Are. I have a friend who used to be in a bowling league, and whenever we go bowling, she's just like all fucking good at it, and I'm just like. Eh. <laughs> I only was. I only took one lesson, and my brother and sister didn't want to do it, so they canceled it, and I was so mad. <laughs> so mad at my parents. What could have been? What could have been? <laughs> So yeah, so Spike or Snake throws a strike. Um, Joey tries to cheer him on. Uh, he's like, uh, "Probably hit the gutter for the next one." Uh, uh. And just then, a ponytailless old friend pipes up and comments that Snake never gutters out. And it's none other than motherfucking Wheels. <laughs> So Wheels who just shows up So now for us who have watched Degrassi from the very beginning We're like fuck it's Wheels Like wow For children who are watching This show for the first time and may not have watched The original Degrassi They're just like the fuck is that Like Another bald dude cool And like true when, when you told me I was going to be on for these episodes, I kind of thought, like, oh, yeah, Snake's got chemo. Like, it's got to be the time when Wheels kind of comes back. And I couldn't remember which episode. So I was so happy when he came back on this one because I think this is, like, the most nostalgic point up to this point in the show, more so than that mother-child reunion first episode. Like, I just think with him coming back, it's just, I don't know. There's something about it that I just think it's the most nostalgic this, this show is mm-hmm. on this one scene. And I kind of wish there was more of this in this, like they did like a separate episode or something. Cause there's like just some magic when the three of them are sort of in the scene together. Well, and it's, you know, wheels was always sort of the great equalizer mm-hmm. for their group too. And like, just all of his scenes are so poignant in this and, you know, it makes you, obviously it's like more tragic knowing what happened with Neil Hope down the road and that kind of thing. But like, it's just like, it's, it's touching to see him. It's a shame that his ponytail didn't make it. <laughs> and I will point out it's a strange coincidence that Ted is also yeah. not this week. Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. Wheels shows up to a very anticlimactic response from Snake, who just stares at him, basically, and isn't quite sure how to respond. Um, he looks at Joey, and Joey grabs the jersey and throws it to Wheels. And then Snake and Wheels stare at each other. And that's how that ends. <laughs> Exciting. And I, yeah, like, what? That's the best you could do? For that reintroduction of this massive character? Again, like, for longtime viewers, it's kind of, I guess they assume that you don't have to do much, right? You see him and it's like, holy shit, it's fucking Wheels. But again, for people who don't know the backstory, they would be like, what is happening? Like, yeah. Well, there's also some, some questions about how snake and wheels, relationship has, they were not on, they weren't talking. Yeah. Right. Yes. He was in jail. He was considering seeing wheels in jail. Yeah. We also don't know what happened to Pam. (laughs) (laughs) But like, there's been no mention, like in three seasons, they haven't been like wheels, anything. Right? Anything. Yeah, there's been nothing. Which, which 
which tells me it might have been like a last minute decision or well i mean do they talk sometimes do they text like we don't know i was just under the impression that this is the first time they've seen each other mm. i think and the Julie wheels thought, what's the one thing we can do to 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 kind of wake them up well let's 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 get the band back together this is the perfect time <laughs> I think that Wheels got out of jail like half an hour ago and went straight to the bowling alley. So <laughs> He's in a halfway house and the bowling alley is the only place he's allowed to visit. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> they're like, you have two options. You can go bowling or you can go visit your grandma. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> Wait, well, he's appar- still alive? Damn it. <laughs> apparently, according to Canon, Wheels got out of jail somewhere around the beginning of season one of the next generation oh, well he okay. does show up remember he does show up at the school and talks to lucy oh yes in the deleted scene yeah yeah that's right yeah that's true um so yes very awkward and yeah i didn't actually even think about that alan how people who didn't watch the original would probably have no idea like who is a stranger that showed up mm-hmm. why is it a big deal um in any case awkward all around i thought they didn't do the best job with introducing him so back at Paige's party um everybody's hiding because she's about to arrive and while craig and spinner are hiding under a table or something he is telling spinner essentially that tonight he's gonna fuck (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh they're super pumped spinner hits his head on the table trying to get out um and they start high-fiving and ashley sort of notices um so back at the bowling alley, uh, Wheels is attempting to cheer Snake up, but it's not working. Uh, Snake essentially admits that he wishes things were all over, like implying he would wishes like he to was not dead. be alive. Any- mm-hmm. What? Yeah, he wants to be yeah. dead. He has he lost the will to pull the clothe. Yes. Yeah. It's like autumn leaves, Wheels. Dying <laughs> leaves. You know what I'm saying, feel. Wheels? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't be a fucking cheap wheels. Autumn leaves, dying leaves. Know what I mean? Yeah. Know what I mean? Huh? Know what I mean? Y'all sheep, remember? <laughs> uh, so Wheels acknowledges and says that he gets it. And Snake's like, you couldn't possibly get it. Uh, you couldn't understand. And you I'm know, like, what? Yeah. You don't know what it's I mean, like to be in, like, up shit's creek. You have no clue, <laughs> Wheels. How would you know anything? Yeah. Your life's been so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Wheels is like, oh, poor Snakey Wakey. He has cancer. He has cancer. <laughs> Finally, you got laid, but now you have cancer. Poor <laughs> oh, Snakey Wakey. Are so your parents still alive? Know. And I know you got that brother that they ignore. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that would have been good. Poor Snakey Wakey. <laughs> that would have been good. Oh, uh, but alas, that is not his response. Uh, Wheels, this, so yes, so Snake's like, what do you know? You couldn't know how this feels. And this provides a glorious opportunity for Wheels to recap his tortured past. <laughs> he and says, he says, I was drunk. I drove. I killed a kid. And I didn't even get chips. <laughs> I wrote that down too. <laughs> <laughs> I spilt my yes. beer everywhere. <laughs> that shit's 
Six but he seven. did admit it for the first time, right? Like, it's pretty, if you're a Degrassi fan from the original, like, he's the first time he's kind of admitted to being his fault. Something was his fault. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Just true. Saying. That's true. He is. He has struggled with that. But I guess jail will do that to you. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, so, yeah. So, Wheel says he knows uh, what it feels like uh, to want to die. Uh, so then Snake asks him for his advice on how to get past it. And Wheel says something like, you got to find something to look forward to. Or I don't know. It's so you not, just have to keep on fighting. Yeah, like it's not very good advice. Like, yeah, it's, it's he's, really bullshit. I couldn't even remember it. He's giving that. encouragement. Like it's nice that he's being encouraging and supporting his friend. But his advice is find something inside that will keep you going. It's like, well. I mean, uh, that's not bad advice. Like sometimes you have to mm-hmm. hear that, man. Like you can't just give up. You have to keep going. Like you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other, man. Sorry. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's true, right? It's like there's no magic formula, dude. Like. Sometimes you got to suck it up. Life yeah, sucks sometimes. you got to fight for it. And like Andy Dufresne said in Shawshank Redemption, hope is a good thing. <laughs> it's a oh, great movie. And a good I just thing had to, never dies, Red. I just had to restrain myself from quoting Sister Act 2. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere. Nobody, no Sister Act 2 fans? Nope. Don't drive drunk in a car for chips. <laughs> It's not my fault that Lucy wanted to you. <laughs> Anyways, um, yes. Yeah, so Wheels gives some advice. Snake, I think, starts to cry a little bit and confesses that he's really scared, uh, but he can't tell anyone. He hasn't told Spike. Yada yada yada. Uh, Wheels tells him to keep fighting. Uh, Joey comes back to provide the fucking comic relief with drinks. He's and like, he... I brought you beers. Just kidding, Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> None for you. Uh, um, and he proposes a toast to heads that match our bowling balls. <laughs> balls. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so kind of cute, man. Um, so back at the party, um, Ashley sees Spinner blowing up one of those long balloons, which are really hard to blow up, by the way. Um, blows it up, obviously pretending it's a penis, looking at Craig, lets it deflate, and then points at him, like, so obviously, like, yeah! He, he may as well... Penis. Have, he, may, <laughs> he may as well have taken one hand and There's made, like, no a circle, show. and the other hand and taken his finger and, like, jammed it in the circle, yeah. and then pointed at Craig and pointed at Ashley. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... To the surprise of no one, Ashley sees that happen, and she is obviously immediately pissed. Uh, They, of course, get in a fight. She's mad that he told Spinner. He's trying to say he just told his buddy. He was happy, yada, yada, yada. She says it's private. Um, And then it gets into the whole loving thing. She accuses him of not actually loving her. Craig's had enough, so he takes off. He goes back inside, and then he just takes off from the party. An old fucking slipperhead sees that he's leaving the party. That would be Manny. And she does her best, Tessa Campanelli, uh, following him out. Yes. Um, she can't run in whatever shoes she wore to that party. She can't? <laughs> oh, you should have seen her move. She looked like she was never walked before in her life. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Uh, she catches up to Craig and... 
yammers on a bit. He Craig starts lashing out about Ashley. He's pissed off. Manny with the fucking. I mean, I'd be pissed eye. off too. Yeah. Just like tell yeah. me you love me, and he's like, okay, I love you, and she's just like, you don't really love me. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. Just taking a you know, you taking a step back. You know what I liked about the original show when they would have parties? They would have like all of the regular characters at the party. This party just had random extras that have nothing to do with the show. I kind of like yeah, the I old thought They didn't want to pay the re- the union extra, the oh. union actors for it. That's why. That's probably what it was. It was just, it was nice before when you just had all like the real characters there partying. Now it's just like, who knows who they were? Just people they pulled out the street. And Craig- in the original, they had to, like they spent $0 on their budget. So they used yeah. all that or sorry, $0 on their wardrobe. <laughs> so they used all that money to pay the actors. And I'm uh, I'm going to be done defending Craig very shortly. But up till this point, he didn't lie to her because he wanted to get in her pants. Like, he's never said that to anyone, right? Like, oh, well. it doesn't seem to be that this issue is about him getting laid. It's just about him not being able to say it. So he does say it. But again, it's not like he said to Spinner, like, I told her I loved her. She's going to fuck me yeah. now. Like... It just yeah. she's the one that's like stay over. So she's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. She she's obviously insecure, um, in terms of like her feelings versus his, and he really can't. He has no chance, right? Like he hasn't actually done anything wrong, but in her eyes, he's done everything wrong. And again, Spinner's um, the dick here, right? Spinner's oh, the cock block, and it's just like this fucking guy. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like this is unusual behavior for Spinner. Like, no. I mean, really, like, Craig, why would, of all the people, why would you tell that person? That's true. That's a good point. You should have told somebody else. Because Spinner's a fucking idiot. So, yeah. So, Craig leaves. Manny follows him. Um, she is just swooning, um, telling him that she heard his song. And if someone wrote a song like that for her, she'd be happy for months. <laughs> Ooh. Um, back to bowling. Fuck this scene. Um, the guys come home from bowling singing. What else? But their one hit song. <laughs> hit. <laughs> Everybody wants something that won't give you cancer. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, Snake is sitting on, like, the top of the back seat. No seatbelt. Not safe. Out of character for him. Yeah, and you don't... You, uh, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that wheels could be in a car in a situation where, <laughs> you know, somebody's, <laughs> like, not playing by the safety rules. I'm just saying. <laughs> Joey's like... Guys, you want to stop for some chips on the way home? <laughs> Pretty hungry. Uh, Snake is also playing Joey and Wheels' head like bongos. Yes. Uh, he is using their scalps as drums. Um, so apparently... They never had a drum set in their band. Someone finally had to keep the beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So apparently, bowling cures chemo side effects. Thank God. Um, and then we see Spike and Emma pull back the curtain, peer out smiling. He's happy. And at this point, we can officially say 
Uh, Wheels then goes back to his home planet, and yep. we hardly knew ye. We yeah. hardly. I think he 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 grabs a ride on Nadia. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> He goes to the north with Nadia. Yeah, Nadia howls, and you see the breath coming out of her mouth, and then he rides the breath to the uh, the other lands. I believe, I believe that's canon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All the way up to uh, Mike Nelson. Hey, big guy! <laughs> what happened to your ponytail? Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, kind of a disappointing exit for wheels, but I guess at least glad that he he made a cameo uh here so if you remember in uh, the degrassi story or whatever that documentary is that we covered they mm-hmm. find neil hope and they interview him right mm-hmm. uh he's mm-hmm. in windsor and he kind of gives the sense he's like i'm gonna start acting again so i believe it was around the time of this so it okay. almost feels like he had intentions or maybe the writers had intentions or maybe they were just bullshitting him but they were like yeah 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 we're gonna have you in, in some seasons or something like that right and uh yeah. of course neil hope in real life had plenty of issues and they probably sprung up again and that was kind of that it sucks yeah i think you might be right like it feels like that wasn't supposed to be his sayonara yeah his swan song that's possible well, he passed I mean, away in 2007, so about four years after this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was, I found that interview really, really sad. Like, like he was basically saying, like, that the Degrassi years were, like, the best of his life, and, like, he would love to get back into it, and but he's just working these shit jobs, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sad story all around, but we got to see him one more time. Um, his legacy <laughs> lives on. Always will. So, Craig and Manny are back at Joey's in the whatever garage where the band rehearses for some reason. Uh, it's not clear why they ended up there. Um, Manny makes you want to puke in this whole scene. I just... Ugh. she So she's like, can you play this song for me? She's like, this garage is so cool. It's like a video or something. <laughs> She had a pink cowboy hat, I think, at that point. <laughs> mm, slipper. It's fucking hats. So, yeah. So she asks Craig to play the song that he wrote for Ashley to her. Uh, so he reluctantly agrees, gets his guitar. That song makes me so t- horny, Craig. Sing it for me. <laughs> Sing my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> So he does. He gets two bars in and she stops him. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to. We got to slow it down. Um, No. So she stops him to tell him that she thinks he's the best. And if Ashley can't see that, that's her problem. And then she grabs the guitar away and leans in for what I thought was the most awkward weird kiss yeah it's like super slow-mo but they're so far away (laughs) (laughs) uh so he's at first hesitant um but he obviously gives in and they stop making out oh they don't just make out they fuck yep yeah oh yeah like one kiss and the shirt's coming off yep pow 
Yeah, she's definitely channing, channeling her uh, inner Tessa Campanelli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knew what uh, she was doing. How come he went for her shirt, but for Ashley, he went straight for the pants? Well, he's, le- he's learning. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. It's like, I don't oh. have to say I love her if I just go over her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, we can assume things happened. Uh, the next day at school, uh, Craig shows up. Manny's gushing to Emma. It's the best night of her life. Oh, I can't tell you anything else. It was so great. Yeah, I'm and... sure it was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right? So, so these two are friends again. Um, yeah, like there was a there was a moment again where Manny was like, "What's wrong now, Emma?" And Emma cried and said, "Things aren't going so well at home." So. They did have a conversation since that big blowout, but again, we haven't really seen a moment where these two are just hanging out again, and here they are. Yeah, this is the moment. Uh, so we just assume that they're friends again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Manny doesn't give any details, just that it was the best night of her life. Uh, Craig walks by, she jumps up, <laughs> and she's like... Ah, oh, Craig, I left you like a million messages. I guess you must have been really busy. Um, <clears throat> no, totally being, oblivious. Like, hot as hell. Like Manny has no game. No. Oh no. my god. She, she has no idea how hot she is. I guess she has no chill. No. No. And this chill. is the second time she's gone after Craig like that a little wildly after one little night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. more in this night than the first one. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, that- Carnival yeah. night was bullshit. Yeah. Um, so Craig is clearly not in- interested. Like he tries to brush her off. Like I don't know what happened. And then fucking Ashley shows up and apologizes, saying she had a long talk with Paige and she's so wrong and she's so sorry and she wants a second chance. So this is the moment. Like <laughs> it's been a, a whole weekend has passed. The you know the party I believe was on a Friday night. Now it's Monday morning. And it's at this moment on the steps in front of the school where Ashley is like, hey, Craig, let's talk about what happened. It's like, you had the whole fucking yeah. weekend. Like, come on, man. Yeah. I can't believe she's over it already. <laughs> yeah. Well, because she had a long talk with Paige, her best friend, who never stabs her in the back. Yeah. So, of course, she's going to take her advice. Um, Craig is surprised uh, that she wants him back. And Hun, they Spinner was just being stupid. You so overreacted. <laughs> Hun. Um, you know how Spinner is. So Ashley leans in and gives him a big hug, says she loves him, and he sort of mutters it back. He loves her too, while Manny's looking on like fucking crying, I think. He looks like a fucking psycho when they're <laughs> He's hugging her back. He's got this weird look in his eyes as he's looking at Manny. And then he's like, I love you too. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get the psycho vibe. He looked fucking nuts. I just got the like, oh, fuck. He looks spaced out on something. Yeah. He looked like. Yeah. As he's saying, I love you to Manny more so than saying it to Ashley. No, no, I don't think so. When he says it. Yeah. Like it's, it's fucked up. Yeah, but great. It's a great way to end the show. He's Craig obviously in a real has pickle. Made an error. He has made an error in judgment. <laughs> yes. Mm. In the same way that Joey did. 
And I don't know if they ever focus on if that, like Manny lost her virginity then or she's already fucked. I don't know. We'll find out in the future what happened between them. I think. All right. Can't wait. Um, and that's it. That is the episode. Um, let's get some final thoughts on this one. Alain. Well, on the Degrassi wiki in the comments, one person said she's going to get pregnant. So uh, another oh. person. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. I mean, that's a safe assumption for Degrassi. Uh, this person there, says there cannot be no consequences <laughs> to no. sex. There must be consequences. Yeah. We have here, uh, Ashley, Craig sent her a whole damn bouquet of roses, wasting a whole bunch of money, and she throws a hissy fit because it said, you rock. Damn, girl, appreciate your man. She's lucky she even got roses with her bitch ass. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, some knowledge, dropping knowledge on the Degrassi uh, wiki. So, and then this person said, what is this? Crash Annie? I guess that's what they call Craig and Manny. Craig um, and Annie. Oh, and then, no. Yeah. Yeah. Cra- cra- Crash is Craig and Ashley. Oh, and yes. And Cranny is, is Craig and Manny. Well, that's, there's Cranny. a lot of, there was some Cranny so going on. So it depends who you ship. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. See how cool and young I am? Yes. And then my favorite question of them all. <laughs> how did Wheels get out of jail? The answer is, <laughs> you don't stay in jail forever for a lot of things. They wrote, that's the answer? No, uh, that that's my answer. Oh, that's your answer. Yeah. How did Wheels get to jail? Yeah. He escaped he and then went bowling. <laughs> that's the first place he went. He, yeah. He, yeah. He was like, Snake has cancer. I gotta break out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Break out. They should have had Loverboy. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. Wheels actually did a musical before this uh, this episode. That was uh, the alternate title for this episode was Jailbreak. Jailbreak, lover <laughs> boy. Yeah. So those are my thoughts. Um, Anyone else? Yes, Tim. Timmy, what do you think? Uh, you know, like again, like I, these. I think this is a good run of episodes. Like this mm-hmm. pushes along some things. You know, it tied up the nostalgia. We got to see Wheels. I think when those three together, it's like. You know, there's that nostalgic magic that comes into it. And, like, the other one is just, like, you know, we have our first, um, you know, possible pregnancy coming up that is well-known in Degrassi lore. And this is what sets it sets it a go. And, I, just, uh, you know, I think I think this season they really found their footing, as we were saying earlier in a pro- previous episode, I don't know, where it's, like, they kind of said, I think they found their footing in this show. The first two seasons weren't very good. And it made me question why I watched this show sometimes. But these episodes, this run, right from the start of this season, I, I think they found their footing. And, and this is where you start to see this show really start to um, come into its own. So I think it's a good episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah, 100% agreed. Uh, so what little, about you, Arlo? A uh, little bit more information here. This is also Sully's final appearance. Oh, yeah. Hard he said Sully. That they so- realized he couldn't act, so they fired him. <laughs> They're like, bye. Yeah. Uh, also, Jake Epstein, speaking of being able to act, uh, who plays Craig, was nominated for a Gemini Award for his performance in this particular episode. So For looking like go. a psycho at the end. But yeah, this is like a like just another installment in like this season of like all killer no filler. Like I'm I'm digging it. 
Yeah. And, and the other thing I think they did a good job is I, you know, this Manny coming after Craig, reaffirming her affection for Craig didn't just happen in this episode. Like if you watch previous episodes, there was little things. So I think they did a good job building this up. It wasn't just, oh, why is she all of a sudden interested in him again? Well, they kind of showed things throughout the last few episodes. So I think that it was a natural progression that that she was going to, whether or not, you know, give herself to him. But you knew there was going to be something the two of them were going to mingle again i guess you could say yeah and we're also getting layers to these stories which is nice mm. you know yeah. we've got this thing that happens with manny and craig um we get to the end of the episode we've still got craig and ashley but there's going to be ramifications from that going forward um like i find that some a lot of these episodes as we go through them we start really laying the groundwork especially with the b plots to uh for things that happen later on it's good like they they actually feel it actually feels like they have a plan in mind, right? As they go through the season. So yeah, it's a little more interest yeah, for sure. And I find it yeah. interesting too, because I don't know, maybe I'm seeing this wrong, but I feel like in this season, we are seeing more of the original cast. Like there's more spike, there's more snake, there's more Joey. Caitlin comes back in and I don't know why were there, did they feel like they needed more viewers? Did they feel like the show was struggling without a little bit of the, the nostalgic vibes, but I think it brings a little bit more probably to me, maybe you guys too, as fans of the original show. I think it also brings, as you said, another layer to what's happening. There's another little storyline they can lean on. We'll get the Joey and Caitlin stuff again in the future. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I, I wonder if they just had bad ratings for the first two, like, cause like I, we've discussed this at length on the podcast, like the first two seasons were duds mostly right like, they didn't they did not have bad ratings it was like the top was it like, yeah it was like the top rated show for like years hmm. but we said yeah. when this show started they had that episode with all the old characters and then i think we'd all expected that they'd be weaved in at least some of them and then they really weren't um yeah so now we are getting that which is you know a nice little bonus for for fans like us right yeah, yeah. So the old I, I 100% cheered when Wheels showed up. Like, I cheered. Woo! Wheels! Woo! <laughs> um, yes, I. so I agree with uh, everything you guys said. I pretty much enjoyed this episode. Um, I felt myself getting, like, invested in it. Like, I was pissed off at Ashley for being so annoying. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I was a fan. And uh, the drama will continue uh, next week. When we review, what is it? Whisper. Whisper to a scream. Yeah. Yeah. Big uh, time stuff. So, ch- so check it out, and uh, everybody, take care. Take good care of yourselves. We'll see you next week. Okay. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye. Well, I said I'd show you my love. I would never do my homework. Would stay up late and dream about Kylan. I would never get girls out of my house. Maybe I would. I would walk around and got makeup.